Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the VR1 NFT Podcast. I'm your host, VR1, and I want to thank you guys for tuning in. As you know, the debate between Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant has commenced. It has come to an end. Um, I take all credit for finally burying the hatchet between a debate that I've heard forever and um, I'm proud to be the person to end that uh, discussion very simply put I pretty much reached out to to you know one of my childhood friends and um, in the debate there was a mention of 200 extra games and um, what I quickly rebuttaled was, well, Jordan played 101 games in his university, right? Well, it gets even better. I don't even need those 101 games. If you add the 164 games that he didn't play in those two seasons, and you add the 112 games that Kobe Bryant did not play due to injury, That gives you a total of 276 games that tell you the whole story right there. It's very simple. Even if for those 164 games, if I give Jordan his average, Kobe still beats him in every category. (laughs) So Jordan had four years of college, 101 games, and fucking let's say let me see eight years no more eight plus six he had 14 years more and like 16 seasons uh playing basketball over kobe bryant and still and still was unable to hit that 30,000 points and kobe finished out with 33,000 and change that's all I got to say. He got more points, more rebounds, more assists. What what more do you want? Five rings by himself. The youngest to do it ever. This nigga, Jordan, had a fucking squadron composed of Scottie Pippen and everybody else. I, I even, I did a fair trade. I said, listen, I'll trade you Shaquille O'Neal for Pippen and for Horace Grant. And it still wasn't enough. They wanted me to take off the college years. They didn't want me to simulate Kobe's college career. And they wanted me to give them no acknowledgement that he missed those 164 games. So all I need to tell you is very simple. Without Pippen, Jordan doesn't win. Coming from his own mouth. Number two, first season after Jordan... Pippen only lost two games. That tells you everything. This is why 30 years later, Pippen is speaking out like, yo, you know what? I'm I'm better than Jordan. And I'm better than his level. And I don't care what y'all say. You can say whatever the fuck you want. But the truth and the reality is. So, I agree 100%. So, now that that's behind us, this is just one more step that I wanted to, to break down. 
even after all this shit, even if I take away the Kyler's games, there's still a difference of 276 games. And even if I give Jordan those points, Kobe still beats him. Now, you want to be a fucking Michael Jordan fanboy, then you go right ahead, my nigga. So, without further ado, let me see. <laughs> All right? Everybody's hitting me up now. So, I want to welcome y'all back. I got some nice, uh, relaxing music here in the background. Um, I think for today, it's missing accomplished for me because I just wanted to know those stats in case that, you know, it comes up in the future. And you know how people are very short attention span. Um, so at, at the end of the day, it is what it is. But, um, for today, we're going to do the psychology series. You know what I'm saying? We're going to. We're going to break it down on a psychological level because some people, you got to meet them where they are mentally. And really and truly, that's that's what it comes down to. So I'm going to do a nice uh, search here. I'm going to check the auctions. And, um, you know, I'm just going to kind of go through these these brands here I don't think there's anything below 60,000 I'm gonna do a search because I really let me see let's do actually no I gotta go a little bit more I'm kinda in the market for something for myself you know I'm giving myself the this gift you know and um it's a pretty big butter purchase. Shout out to me, Kevin, for breaking down to me exactly what that is. But um, a butter purchase is something that's going to depreciate in value. <laughs> and um, this is one of those purchases for me. So unlike your average entrepreneur, I have to plan it out a little bit better. And, um, you know, the ultimate goal is to be successful financially. So um, let's start with first things first. I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in. I greatly, greatly appreciate the fact that you guys are here. Um, You could have been anywhere in the world, like Jay-Z said, right? Shout out to Sean Carter. Um... I wanted to talk about the concept of time, and I wanted to talk about the concept of creating like a like a marketing energy field, because when I was thinking about this, I visualized it in my mind in a certain way, right? And um, I thought about like drawing it out like an illustration, and... Um, before I do that, what I want to do is I want to be able to listen to my podcast and, and kind of put it together. So, first of all, for a little shock value, I know everybody's like, yo, did this nigga just say the word nigga? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, but then, you know, he got all sophisticated <laughs> and everything else. 
um, unbeknownst to most people, you know, you're allowed to have an education regardless of where you come from. I'll never forget where I come from because there's no way to know where you're going in life if you don't know where, you, where you're coming from. So, um, that's the reason why I'm able to talk about any topic and go back and forth and pretty much, you know, just break it down to you because that's what it comes down to. This is a way of expression artistically and creatively, and it's also a business, but it also helps the conscious and the subconscious mind. Um, when I talk to you guys about psychology and stuff like that in business, it's because as an entrepreneur, you're going to deal with all of these things. You know, that's just, it's the norm. You're going to deal with regular things in life, in your personal life and in your business life. Give me one quick second. I'm going to take a sip. Mm. Tropical punch. Amazing. So, let's start with the concept of time. You know, over the last few days, I spent a lot of time studying and doing research, right? Part for school, part for business, and part for personal. You know, the fun stuff is when I was looking at the stats of all the sports teams and different athletes and stuff like that. But um, sometimes we figure out a way to make time for certain things. Sometimes consciously, sometimes in the subconscious. And every time I feel like this, I'm like, okay, it's time to record because this mystical mind right this way of thinking is what i want to capture and deliver to my audience we all have all these thoughts right throughout the day we just have random thoughts about random things but very rarely are we able to capture those thoughts and sometimes those thoughts can make the whole difference between success and failure in the sense that for example when I do the, the, what did I call it? Creating a marketing energy field. When, when, I, when I do that breakdown, that's going to help my business. And it should help your business in one way or another. You know? It's like the gift that continues to give, you know, and, and, and pay forward. That's, that's how it works. So if I don't capture it, it's not going to benefit me or my business ventures and if I can't share it with you guys then it kind of does the same thing you know I always think about this quote by DMX you know on the song let me fly he says I did another song that's a, that's another thought captured and, and I'm not saying it exactly how he said it but um that's how he was feeling at the time like it's just one thought that he may have or you may have or I may have and being able to capture it and then share it forward you know speaks volumes as far as your potential and what it could do for you in the future like um I have a design for a toaster right this is some basic stuff I can't give you the details obviously because you know I own a technology company but I have a design for like a like a toaster apparatus and um I was having a conversation with my son and it just popped into my mind like, yo, what can I do to improve this? Like I always look at my Keurig, my coffee machine, and I'm always like, yo, 
you know, I need to build the next George Foreman girl. Like, I need to make the next Keurig. So, long story short, that's why I, I got down to the, yo, I'm going to make a better toaster or whatever. So, long story short, the mind has a way of operating. Consciously, we can keep track of certain parts of the mind, right? Subconsciously, we know that the subconscious wants to work on its own. The subconscious always feels like it's smarter than we are, right? So even though we're spiritual creatures having a physical experience, in this physical world, we have our, our physical body as our avatar, right? Well, the subconscious mind is like, nah, I'm way more advanced than that. So it doesn't like to be documented. Like when you have an idea, the brain fights you so you don't write it down in a journal. The brain fights you so you don't record it in a voice recording. The brain fights you and makes you feel uncomfortable when you record a video. And let's say you put it up on your Instagram. You know, the fact that it's not on your digital platform, the fact that it's on the cloud and you can always go back to it and press play. The brain makes you feel uncomfortable in situations like that. So just like DMX said on that song, the same applies for business. You have a business idea. You have to have a notepad ready to write it down. You have to have a, a voice recorder to, to record it. You have to be able to go live or, 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 or record a video when you have the idea and when it's fresh. Every business idea is like a small seed or a child. And you know that all the Holy Scriptures say that all you need is the faith of a mustard seed, which is very small. And just like in a nuclear bomb, you know, the nuclear atom inside a nuclear bomb is very small, but it could destroy a whole country. So when you have an idea, right, for a business, when it's fresh, that's when you have to, quote unquote, strike when the iron is hot. When the idea is fresh, when the creativity is flowing, that's when you have to capitalize on it. Because if you don't, that idea has a certain amount of energy like a certain battery. Uh, Eric Thomas talks about, you know, your your battery, your energy, your vitality, your stamina has to be able to power that battery. Because if the battery fades, if the energy goes away, there goes the dream. There goes the pursuit of happiness. There goes your opportunity. There goes everything. Once you lose the energy... You know, one day you wake up, you want to open a restaurant. I'm going to open a restaurant. I'm going to start with a food truck. I'm going to build it up and I'm going to do catering. And then from there, I'm going to move up to this, that, and the third. Well, you start telling people that you love and you care for. Mistake number one. It's better to tell your dream board. It's better to tell your journal. It's better to record it in a video or, or in an audio recording. You know why? Because it's always there when you need it. When you lose a little bit of motivation, you could think back to that moment and remember the spark that started the dream. You tell your family and your friends and your peers, they're the first fucking people to shoot it down from the sky. It'll never happen. It's impossible. You can't do it, etc., etc., etc. I'll give you a perfect example. It's 2022. I'm looking at a Lamborghini. That's a 2004. Something that I desired in my childhood or in my younger days. 
and something that the world today quote unquote doesn't care about but see I finally understand why the guy driving the Porsche, the Ferrari, and the Lamborghini, why they're driving by themselves. Why, when they become successful, and I always say this to, to my mentees, right? They're trying to share that shit with the world. They want to tell the world, yo, this is how I did it. This is how I did it. This is how I did it. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Nobody pays attention to it. So eventually that person says, fuck it. I'm going to keep winning by myself, and I'm not going to share the jewels on how to be successful. So what I realized now, growing of age, right, is that I no longer care what people say or think. I don't need any approval. I don't need any instant gratification. I don't need any of those things because that's not what I'm here for. That's not the purpose of my life. I don't need a, a cool sticker. Good job. Or you're, you're this and you're that. People don't understand how hard you got to work to even afford a car like this and to keep it. You know, you could go to a dealership with two, three hundred thousand. You could buy any brand, almost any model. If it's not new, at least secondhand, pre-owned certified, right? Well, it doesn't mean shit. If you couldn't order the car from the factory, if you couldn't wait the fucking 10 months it takes to build a car. If you're already buying a certified pre-owned. And then in two years, you get a different one. In two years, you get a different one. In two years, you get a different one. You're defeating the fucking purpose. So when we talk about the concept of time, people don't understand. You could reach almost any goal that you have, but you, you're you going to have to pay the required fee. And the required fee is time. You know? And you see the difference in mentality when a human being finally decides to accept their destiny. Like, yo... I'm going to be successful no matter what. I'm going to go for this goal, this dream, no matter what the cost is. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care how hard I have to work. I gave you the example of my music career. Yo, I'm going to do music forever. (laughs) Once I understood that my music lives forever and that my catalog will eternally have life and what the fuck an NFT is and that that's going to secure what I've been fucking wanting my entire life what I've been dreaming my entire life that's it you could pay me minimum wage to do my music and I'll be happy as the luckiest man alive or on earth or in this universe so the concept of time is so important because it truly is our most valuable asset I try to make use of every moment every second every single day Sometimes to the point where I'm like a fucking machine. I'm like a cyborg. Just working, working, working. And and it is truly my love and my passion. It's what fucking wakes me up in the morning, gets me through the day, puts me to sleep at night. Everybody doesn't have that. Everybody doesn't understand. And when you try to explain it to them, they automatically assume that you're trying to be a guru. That you're trying to tell people how to lead or live their lives. Which is farthest from the truth because that's not what you're trying to do. You just have a deeper understanding about success. And all I'm doing is sharing it. If you pick up the jewels and the diamonds, that's on you. If you don't, that's on you as well. Because at the end of the day, you only have yourself to blame if you don't reach the success that you should be able to reach. 
that is within your range, within your potential, or further in your dreams, in your hopes, and in your aspirations. Most people don't have that. Most people refuse to even try. So I'll give you an example with my podcast. I have to hit a certain amount of streams, not just on anchor.com or anchor.fm, because the only way I can unlock my sponsors, if I don't do it personally, if I want them to do the work for me, I have to hit a certain amount of streams. And as a creator, that's motivation for me because that's like a milestone, you know, where I don't have to do the outsourcing to put the promotions into my podcast. I could simply let them select whatever they feel would be a good fit with my podcast. Either way, it's another revenue stream that's going to generate income. And then that income I'm going to take to invest into other businesses. So, you know, something as simple as that. When we want to find the time for something, we find the time. Whether it's consciously or subconsciously. If this wasn't important for me, like my music career, like my investments, my education, all the things that combine and create who I am as a person inside in my heart, in my soul, in my spirit, in my being. If it didn't do that. If it didn't complete me, then I, I would have no reason to do it. And those are the, the basic concepts of what I'm trying to convey to my listeners. Because even though I may have that thought, even though I may have that thought, it's going to basically be lost if I don't capture that thought. If, if I just let that shit go... If I just ignore it or neglect it, even worse, if I don't acknowledge that talent, that gift, that ability, whatever you don't use, you lose. If I'm a great basketball player and I stop going to practice, I stop going to training, I stop eating right, you know, I stop playing games, eventually my skill or my ability is going to diminish. And it's going to diminish to the point where it's no longer going to exist. And um, that is the, the most important factor there. You know, time is that concept that you have to pour in what you expect to get out of it. If I don't put the effort to record my radio show or my podcast a few times a day, if I don't do that now, when we're in January... When sponsorships will be here before the summertime. When income will be here right after the summertime. If I don't start now, what am I going to expect to do in the summertime? When when the time of harvest is there, when people are traveling the most, that's when my podcast has to be at its best. There's no more time to wait practicing and... and uh, and overthinking how I'm going to do it. There's no such thing as the perfect storm. There's not one year that's going to be perfect. There's not one month that's going to be perfect. There's not one day that's going to be perfect. Not one hour, not one minute, not one second. But you as an entrepreneur still have to make the best of it. And it's like somebody that keeps running back 
to, to get a head start to then run forward and try to leap? No. Sometimes you just got to go for it. The majority of my listeners are people traveling from one part of the world to another part of the world. Most are from Europe, flying into different parts of the world. So when do I want to deliver the best content? Every single time. You know, what am I going to wait for the highest peak season when people are traveling to and from Europe in the summertime to have this beautiful show? We talk about everything here. Psychology, life, retirement, spirituality, technology, music, movies. Um, I, I got automotive content on here. Poetry, art, travel, cooking. You name a subject, you name a topic, you can find it here. Because everything that I'm bringing to you is genuinely an element and a part of who I am. So when they see the title, VR1 NFT Podcast, NFTs are the most important thing on my podcast and the least important because the NFT for me is the bridge. Anything I can do in life, I can do in an NFT. So I'm not just going to talk to you about the technology and keep telling you, yo, because NFT this, NFT that. No, everything that you see in my day-to-day life, everything that I am sharing from my experience, my discipline, my education, and all of my training in life is an NFT, one way or another, directly or indirectly. And we go back to the duality of the mind, right? You have the conscious mind, which is actively listening to me right now. We're having a conversation. And you have the subconscious mind that is the one that's taking notes. And your subconscious mind can make its own conclusion and determination and write down a mental note that may affect your future or your behavior, your actions, your gestures, etc. So with your conscious mind, you have to be the one to write your budget out every day, every week, every month, every year. You're the one that has to have goals personally, financially, spiritually, mentally, emotionally for your business. What are your goals? Are we just fucking running on a treadmill? We're running nowhere fast? Or do we have a visible game plan? For example, a lot of entrepreneurs in the beginning of the year, notice how they're sharing this with us, right? They're all saying, yo, it's the beginning of the year, new businesses, new investments, new venture capital. You need new business plans. Even if it is for a new idea or if it's for an existing Um, business plan you need new ideas and you need a new strategy so at the end of the day all of those things are very very important and the concept of time is a concept that I'm gonna make it an emphasis for 2022 to discuss more, to diverge more into, I want to immerse myself into the concept of time because it's a concept that I love and that I favor, but I very rarely share with my audience, with my listeners. So that's the first part. And again, I have 
all these ideas, but already my brain is like, all right, shut down, shut down, and then move on to the next topic, right? The next topic is creating kind of like a network that's energy-based for marketing and promotion. Marketing and promotion for me is an in and out system. It's an input and output system. It's just turning lights on and off. When you go on Instagram and you post something, you're just turning on a little light. Some people will gravitate towards it. Some people won't gravitate towards it. But that's all it is. You're expressing what you feel, what you think in a creative way. I don't care if it's Twitter, MySpace, Instagram, Indeed, whichever one you like. I kind of like all of them but for different reasons, and I'm also studying how I'm learning from these platforms. So that's pretty much the breakdown right there. As far as like input and output, I thought about how it would be in my music career, for example, how I would promote and market my brand, my products and my services. And I thought about every other artist and I thought about what is it that they ultimately do. And it's more simple than I could have imagined. And I just learned this in the last 72 hours. Let's say you take me, for example, you know, I have my family, my extended family. Then I have my friends and my peers, my business partners and my mentees is you know the very outer rim right like the very outer layer of my life so now if i have a product or service and i wanted to create content around that product or service what i would do is i would connect with all my friends and family all my peers all the way down to my mentees and that interaction starting from me to my mentees as I document those interactions, that is the breakdown right there. That is the content. So, for example, people want to know why, like, reality TV is so big. And these people are doing basic stuff. You see them going to the groceries, going to a car wash, going to a park, celebrating a birthday, celebrating this, celebrating that. It's the same things that happen in everybody's lives, right? Right? You know, some of them are in relationships. Some are getting out of relationships. Some are going through good moments in their lives. Some are going through tough moments. Why do we gravitate towards that? Because we can relate to it on a conscious level and a self-conscious level. So I'll give you an example. If I have a group of 12 friends and we go to a racetrack. You guys know I'm a car collector. I love racing cars. So I would do this even if I was not creating content. I would do this for free for cheeseburgers, right? So I take my Lamborghini Gallardo and I take it to the track. I have 12 other friends that have other kind of exotics, Porsches, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Lotuses, Jaguars, Aston Martins, whatever. So everybody brings their car. I bring my family to the track. I bring my family to a resort. We spend the weekend in, let's say, Daytona Beach. We go to all the car shows. We go to all the restaurants. And we go watch the Daytona 500. That's all the content that I need to promote and market my brand. Because it's the interaction of me going to the Daytona 500. 
that creates the show that people can watch and they can relate to. It's the fact that I'm bringing my Lamborghini and I'm taking it on a track. I'm not just driving it on the road at the speed limit. I'm not just parking in a cigar lounge or in a fucking restaurant to show off to people. I'm creating content about it. And it's a very welcoming experience because when people ask me, oh, we see you're, you're, you're shooting your, 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 uh, your vlog, right? Your, 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 the video version of your radio show. Oh, we see you're doing your podcast simultaneously. It's the audio version because audio is going to be huge in the future. Between Alexa and Siri, it's game over. Audio is here to stay. Look how big podcasts are, etc., etc. So I'm going to be one of those first people. Like, I'm, a, I'm first wave NFT. First wave music, first wave podcast, first wave. What, what the reality shows were during the, the Kardashian era is going to be that now, but it's going to be audio. The visual is no longer going to be the principal tool to promote and market. It's going to be the secondary tool, in my personal opinion. Because even with my NFTs, there's different versions. There's audio versions, there's visual versions, and then there's uh, combination versions of both that have graphics. So I see the opportunity here. And this is how it's done. If I interact with this group of people and I create this content, that's going to elevate my business ventures to another level. And then at that other level, I'm in a different group of circumstances with a different group of people. They all have social media. They're all creating their own content, but I'm there to create minds as well. So now it becomes like a ladder system, right? One event could be I go to the Daytona 500. One event could be I go to the NBA Finals championship game. Or I go to see a, a, a welterweight boxing match, you know, with, let's say, a Canelo Alvarez. All these events, all those moments that are part of day-to-day -day life that everybody's involved with, everybody can relate to, creating content around those moments is what is going to elevate my music career, my business career, because we have to connect with the world in a different way. Right now, everything is digital. Everything is streaming. Everything is this. Everything is that. So now, we as entrepreneurs have to adapt to the different market. It's a different landscape now. Everything is digital. We have a greater sense of creative control and power as creators. So now we can take that and use it to our advantage. So just with me visiting relatives that I haven't seen for years, that creates content. That doesn't mean I'm not going to be creating music and, and, you know, doing videos and movies and all that stuff. All those other things... I'm going to be doing as well, but it's those connections that are going to build that new foundation for the new wave of business. For 2022, that's what I foresee. That's how I see the markets moving because I realize it's not like 2019 and 2020 and 2021 where like when I was young, like I'm talking about 98, 99, I was just, yo, the stock market and looking at the stocks and the Wall Street Journal and this is where the market's going to go. No, for 2022, it's like applying what you learned in the last two years during COVID-19. So just like with my radio show, before it became the podcast, 
I was working on it since as early as 2017. So I'm going on like five years right now. So now it's like the show has already taken off. There's no, you know, there's no turning back. This is it. This is like I'm going 100%. As a matter of fact, I want to look into the Patrick Beth David podcast, his... uh his uh uh his recap on 2021 which i had shows that i enjoyed i had shows that i hated and i honestly don't like most of his his co-anchors but it's still an opportunity for me to learn and i'm never ignorant in getting my goals accomplished that's the difference between me and most people like i'm a thinking man and i'm always thinking i'm a creative man i'm always being creative my mentality, my perspective is always creative expression. And by me being so in tune with technology, it gives me all the advantage that I need because I'm an artist. I create music every day. I record my podcast a few times a day. I'm always keeping up with the market, stocks, bonds, IRAs, retirement, financial news. Like, I was looking at a documentary yesterday on the downfall of Susie Orman, which is somebody that, like, I have her books, you know. I'm following a lot of her insights, but then I also am learning from kind of like her downfall with the whole, you know, everything else was questionable, which is a part of business. It's just uh, leverage. You know, she uses a lot of leverage in her business ventures. But the whole thing with the secured debit cards and with the high fees and all that stuff she knew that if you did not use that that product which was the the approved debit cards right which are that was only a a a play against um like bitcoin at the time bitcoin was only fully out for like four years so now you have zelle and venmo and cash app and this that and the third and you get what I'm saying? Like now it's a little bit different. So that product has more of a competition. But what is the difference? Look at M1 Finance. Look at Kraken. Look at fucking Weeble or Robinhood. Them shits is hitting you with all kinds of fucking fees. And you don't see that many people complaining unless they don't, they, they're not able to, to put in trades how they wanted to. You know? Look at Crypto.com. They got their own fucking coin and then they got a card and... All that shit is to be put into place and into play for 2022. You know, you can fool me once. You ain't going to fool me twice. I see how the economy is going. I see the false sense of security security in the narrative that they wanted to say, oh, don't worry, you're a small business owner. We're going to help you. And and you're a frontline worker. We're going to help you. And you're this and you're that. When in reality... That shit was all bullshit. Everybody has to pay back all those EIDL loans and all those PPP loans. And yeah, you have your exceptions. Some people might not have to pay that shit back. But, yo, reality is, that's not going to be the majority. The majority don't even have the education level to sustain what those commitments really were. And this is like federal shit. Like, yo, you can't miss a fucking payment on one of them shits. They're going to come take your fucking business. You know what I'm saying? They're going to put your ass in fucking jail, man. They're going to lock your fucking ass up if you make any type of mistake. 
how many small business owners knew signing on to these fucking programs that it was going to be this fucking difficult at the other end of the of, of the tunnel look at delta and omnicron that shit is still fucking raging throughout the fucking world and people are still working still going to school they don't give a fuck b and i had to see that for my own two eyes they offered one of my businesses almost a quarter of a million dollars you're my man i know who the fuck i am i'm like nah this shit is a fucking trap are you fucking crazy and if I would have asked for more, they would have gave me more. You know how the fuck I wouldn't be able to sleep right now? Worried about that shit? Paying back that kind of fucking money? Like, are you fucking crazy? You're going to put that kind of money because you're banking on me failing. You're banking on me missing a payment and you come take my fucking business that I just built for y'all for free. You think I don't know the credit card game? You think I don't know that all the fucking banks, they're just waiting for good entrepreneurs. They don't know what else to invest in. They already made all the fucking money in the world. Come on, these fucking banks is billionaires. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, Papa Bear smarter than the average bear. You know how fucking happy I am? As a matter of fact, the Better Business Bureau sent me an email saying that December 31st, 2021 was a deadline for a lot of those loans and stuff like that. And I said, nah, man, if I fucking made it this far the last three fucking years without this bullshit, I don't need that shit. Plus, I'm Jewish. You know, I don't believe in debt. Everything is cash money, baby. So it is what it is, man. If I cannot afford to pay for something cash, I don't need it. And if I was to use credit, it's only for a business that's going to produce a return. I'm not going to put myself in debt just because they selling me this pandemic bullshit and then they're like oh but but wait there's more we'll fucking bail you out nah you ain't gotta bail me out i'm a hustler baby i could adapt to any situation very quickly instantly so i'm proud of that as well so without going too far off the topic when i mean creating an energy marketing strategy is basically based around utilizing what's available in your own network what's available at your own disposal not necessarily resources but resourcefulness you know if i take cooking for example i love to cook i'm a foodie i love everything about food well guess what if i build a show around cooking not only is it naturally organic gonna flow from me it's gonna deliver a lot of happiness and on top of that it can deliver a huge profit. Why? Because it's not forced. Because I really like to cook. Because I'm very proud of, of who I am as a chef, right? So I have no issues sharing that with the world. And if it produces content that produces a return on my investment of my time and my effort, my resources, my resourcefulness, then that's even better. It's not the only motivational force but it's a great element to have and it's things like that that make the fucking difference between failure and success so we spoke about the concept of time we spoke about the concept of creating like an energy field like an energy network for promotion and marketing remember that everybody in your network is input and output so for example the articles that i write on indeed 
Who knows who's going to read them? Who knows who's going to interact with them? It doesn't matter. You know why? Because somebody is going to find that content and they may not be able to go to a library or purchase a book from Amazon or download a book on a Kindle or even speak to somebody that can mentor them. But they can see an article. And even if it's a small article, it can make a difference in their lives, in their personal lives, in their career, and in their entrepreneur pursuit, you know? So I realized that. Also, I want to give a special shout out to Gary V because this guy just honestly, listen, if I could get on every social media platform and just follow him, that's all I need because he's always so loving and giving and supportive. And he's like, yo, if I win, you win. If you win, I win. We all win together. Like there's so much abundance in the fucking universe. And yet people live this life like that's just not enough. I can't deal with that weak shit. I can't deal with that negative shit. Like, I'm not... That's not who I am, yo. I got to stay positive. I got to do my podcast. I got to do my music. I got to write movies. I got to design video games. I got to design new food products. Think about food trucks and fucking car dealerships and restaurants and supermarkets. Like, I'm always thinking real estate and grow, grow, grow. And there's no... There's nothing that can stop me. You know? And I say that to myself, to my subconscious that I'm speaking directly to right now, but I'm also speaking to you and I'm also speaking to your subconscious. Anything is possible, man. I'm fucking, I'm fed up with losing in life. I'm fed up with not having my potential and more. I'm fed up with not being able to do the things that I want to do for me and my family. Like this is the fucking moment right here. This is me declaring war on the universe. Like, yo, this is the fucking money train and it's rolling. You know what I'm saying? That's it. It is what it is. From this point forward, it's about going forward, man. Like, yo, that's it. Whatever goal I set for myself, I am going to accomplish. Not to the T, above and beyond. You know why? Because if I can do it, you can do it. Anybody could do it. This shit is easy. Success is easy. This shit is a formula. Success leaves clues. And you hear every guru telling you one way or another because they understand the concept of time. They understand the concept of your expectations and your effort and and what's going to produce results. They know that results is the name of the game. And all that shit is very simple. What results do you want? You want a bigger house? Let's go get it. You want a faster car? Let's go get it. You want bigger savings? Let's, Let's do it. You want to build more credit? Let's do it. I don't want to wait 18 months to build credit. I'm trying to do that shit in five months. I don't got fucking 18 months to be bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? With the music shit. Listen, man. I reached out to several people. Yo, this is what it is. You want to get involved? Holla at me. If you don't holla back, then I know where we stand. Simple as that. You know? Simple as that. Like, I'm here to grow, man. I want to go forward in life. You know? I'm tired of of seeing mediocrity. You know what I'm saying? And poverty and struggle and fuck that shit. Right now, all businesses are slow. We as entrepreneurs have to look for ways to get our businesses going again. And fuck everything else. I've made too many millionaires in my life. And, and most will probably never say thank you and, and acknowledge what the fuck I did. So now 
I'm bringing my shit to my fucking audience, to my listeners, my viewers, my fans. Let's get it, baby, because I'm on my way, yo. I'm on my way, and I'm doing it. I'm living it right now, so you guys can all do the same. You know? Anything is anything is possible, man. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. You know, some people understand the language of success. Some people speak the language of failure. I just happen to be one of those that speaks the language of success. Like, I understand the greater picture. I remember my mentors and my business partners. And, and I've, I always give praise to the great leaders and teachers in my life that guided me and gave me a lot of this insight that I'm sharing with you guys. I see what their struggles were in their personal life, what they were going through. That tells you a lot, man. That formula to success has a lot of ingredients that, you know, most books don't have enough pages to tell you and share that with you and teach you that. You know, that's just the reality, yo. It is just the fucking reality. Like, yo, something has to give, man. That's it. This year, tune into this podcast because let me tell you, man, I got some shit for you, regardless of where you come from, what's your background, what's your religious belief, I don't care if you're tall or short, fucking whatever, there are no limitations, yo, there are no fucking limitations, so this is the year, man, and again, the culmination of all this hard work for me is something like living in in China, in a nice high rise or in Japan in Tokyo in a condominium driving the car of my dreams raising my family and moving forward with life I may not get the yellow Lamborghini at this point in my life I don't need the yellow Lamborghini I'll drive a black McLaren and no it won't be the new one and no it won't be uh, uh, fucking certified pre-owned No it won't be custom ordered Nah it'll have miles on it I'll buy it from a regular human being And Maybe when I go on vacation To Monte Carlo I may drive a Lamborghini For that weekend I finally understand How things are supposed to be in life That shit doesn't mean anything You know how many people define success as a fucking car, or jewelry, or clothes, or shoes, or sneakers, or this or that? It's like putting stickers on on the perfect body that God gave you and the beautiful mind that God gave you. God already gave you all the fucking things that you need. So one thing I am going to take from that documentary that uh, that I was watching yesterday... Self-value, man, and self-worth. Yo, that shit is powerful shit, man. When you could really say that with conviction and really mean it and really live that shit like, yo, I'm young, I'm powerful, and I'm successful, yo. You know? Always, always, always dream big because dreams come true. And if it happened to me, I know for a fact it can happen to you too. So 
you know, I want to leave you guys with that. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I greatly, greatly appreciate your time. Um, I'm growing up, you know, I'm maturing. You know, I'm looking at life differently. Um, I'm looking at a 2005 Gallardo. Silver, you know, get rid of my black shit, get the silver shit, it don't got no tins, it don't have no rims, none of that corny shit. This car is technically the remake of the Diablo, a lot of people don't know that. And, of course, we all want that six-speed, but, again, at this point in my life, maybe if I just take it easy, I could get the the E-gear, the e which is the paddle shifters. And, um... You know, this is something like, it's within reach, it's realistic, it's not nothing crazy and out of this world, it's something for me, you know, it's something like, I remember when Stradman got his orange shit, I think I'm at that moment in my life, you know, I'm at that point in my life, where like, you know, why not? You know, whip it for a few years and then upgrade to something else. But not because status quo was telling me to do this and the industry is telling me to do that. Like, nah, none of that shit. Like, I have to remind my fans that, yo, this is just music and none of that shit you see on TV is real. You know what I'm saying? None of that shit is real, yo. And um, shout out to artists. Like a Takashi 69, um, Hassan Campbell had a live today, and he posted a clip of Takashi speaking to academics, and he said that the industry is rigged. You know, and he's breaking it down. He's seeing. He's starting to grow up. He's starting to grow up. He's realizing, yo, know, all this shit is fake. All this shit is a facade. So, for me as an entrepreneur. And, and, you know, I'm nobody to judge anybody or anything like that. I don't put myself above anybody or anything like that. I'm just a regular person. You know, I could drive this car and be perfectly content with myself and be happy that I'm able to drive this car for me, you know, and drive it every day to work and, you know, all that cool stuff and do business with it and create content around it and stuff like that like you know even if I could afford the new one I wouldn't spend that kind of money you know what I mean like I, I got other priorities maybe that time will come you know maybe that time will come but for right now nah I'm good but um I leave you with that so I hope that you were able to connect with me for this small time frame and you were able to understand where I'm coming from in my heart because now that I'm getting ready for this tour, for this music stuff, this is going to be the only way that I'm going to connect with you guys. So I hope that you guys tune in and you're able to understand. Have a blessed day.